commandeered the Prepper Now airwaves and took over his studio from deep within the heart of my shadow band witness protection YouTube studio. What is happening? Uh, what? Where's my studio It's gone. It's absolutely gone. I've had to take this over. I've hacked into your system. Um, and I'm, I'm deep within the, the shadow band streets of YouTube and witness protection. So... Uh, we have an interesting show we're going to do for you, um, and this one's going to be edited a little bit differently, but I did want to do a quick announcement because people are probably flipping out, and we're going to kind of fix that real quick. Um, the channel in which I had with Sage Outcast Live and the YouTube channel, don't unsubscribe. Stick with it. Trust me on this. Uh, basically, I've switched that over to a gaming channel. It's going to be one that I'm doing with my wife. It's called uh, Gaming Radio. And we're going to be doing some interesting stuff with it. But it was, I have been blasted by, by YouTube in regards to Shadow Band. So I had to make a decision, either dump the channel, start over, or try an experiment. And my experiment is basically completely switching the format for a bit and going from there. Now, what I have done is created a podcast. And you can basically, up in the top corner of the YouTube or down below, I'll put a link in, the, in, in his comment section or I'll give him a link. I have just a legitimate podcast. It's out on Spotify. It's on Apple. Anywhere you can get your podcast from, it's, it's going to be on a podcast. That's where my show will go and when I do upload some stuff. Now, so I did want to cover that because I knew people were kind of flipping out um, and thinking, you know, oh, my God, what's he doing? What's he going on here? I, I have shown the numbers to Prepper now, and I have showed him my algorithms, and it's no denying it that, I mean, I, I was putting out shorts and they were just not pushing my stuff out in any way, shape, or form. So that's All kind right, of the decision yeah, that I made. Let me, let me take the football from here. So you can go into the background of, of what you're doing as a creator, and you can look at the analytics, and you can get down to the like just the minutia, the, just the, the real raw data, like video to video, minute to minute almost in some cases. And you know I've been able to look at this, and you can tell. You can tell when they switch, flip the switch. You can tell when they do stuff. Well, Sage started to send me pictures and I was sending him things back and it wasn't quite as intense, but his, I mean, it, it is, it is undeniable. He is doing things that any other channel were to do. There would be an algorithmic push, but for some reason they have gone in and they said, you know, this guy, we want his channel to die. And so, and, and it's, I mean it. And, and, you know, and I, I think they're kind of doing the same thing with me and I mean, I don't care at this point, but whatever. Uh, so, what he's trying to do is make it so we break this and there are ways to do it. And I have heard of this now that you've explained it to me fully. Uh, X 22, um, was one who, before he got eventually kicked off, he was doing this and it worked for a long time where he had like a gamer background mm -hmm. and, it, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it fooled them. So from there, go ahead, explain. So, further. so that's kind of what I'm doing. Um, so just be advised of that. And I won't, you know, I'm going further, you'll probably hear more and more as I go, but I did want to kind of give an explanation onto why I did it, why I didn't. So, so suddenly, um, I did lose about a hundred subscribers and that, that's fine. Um, because I did have to show, unfortunately, I did have to lose some to basically show that, Hey, okay, he's changing. No. And, and, you know, and let him go. If everyone would have stayed, YouTube would have been like, wait a minute. I did have to show that to, to try to regrow um, and go again. So uh, we're doing this on uh, a different day. We had some stuff come up, but I brought up a topic and, and, and he, Prepper now is a little bit knowledgeable of it, but now I'm leaving him in the lurch like he did to me last week and just said, here's what we're going to do about the show. Now it's your turn to be uh, unknowledgeable about the topic and I'm going to throw it at you. So, totally yeah, so I, it, a lot of the times I have conversations off air and stuff and people call me and ask me questions. And one of the things I hear a ton, a lot, all the time is the cause of inflation is the printing of money. The cause of inflation is the printing of money. So it's the government's fault. Inflation's up there and things like that. Now, I want to say that's not exactly true. And I'm going to dive a little bit into it. But you've, you've definitely heard that topic, correct? Did I lose you? I'm back. Yeah, you've, you've definitely heard that topic in regards to yes. the printing. So it kind of explain your, your thoughts on that. Yes. Uh, all right. So 
I agree and disagree with you. Um, I do believe that the printing of money uh, causes inflation. Now, I don't agree it is the only thing that causes inflation. I mean, you, you basic market mechanics of uh, supply and demand, you know, we saw inflation happen because we simply weren't getting products. Um, and I don't have to tell you this. This is basically what you do. So, uh, But I think the inflation is used as a weapon to uh, – or not inflation, excuse me. Money printing, quantitative easing, is used as a weapon to cause things to happen and to react. There's an emotional response, which in turn causes inflation. And so it is a big thing that, that affects inflation and causes our stuff to go up. Um, but it's not quite as simple as create more money, uh, prices go up. There's other things that are playing into it, um, like you know, borrowing and uh, you know, availability, availability not just of products but also of money. There's also, um, you know, the, the it it could lead to uh, due to the amount it leads to a devaluation. I won't get too far into it, but that's that's basically my thinking is that governments do. Uh, money printing, uh, quantitative easing, and from there the inflation happens because it starts to affect people's uh, behaviors. Okay, so and and so the what what would you feel is the baseline of inflation? What's the base of it? Like, what is inflation kind of all based on? Um, <laughs> uh, there's a lot going on with that. Uh, I would say uh, it is based on a lack of availability. Uh, that causes, you know, that's your basic market mechanics of supply and demand. I also think um, it causes other things to go up. You've got other uh, products that play into stuff. So a computer might not be going up per se in uh, in price, but if all the chips that are going into it are going up, you know, by two, three hundred percent, that's obviously going to trickle into the price cost of the computer. Um, by creating money and doing quantitative easing to infuse banks to stoke things like liquidity, which is what we're kind of seeing right now. I lost him. Hang on. Inflation is basically uh, we it's it's a it's a it's a tool to basically cause people to consume more in various different ways. And from there it goes and turns prices into more expensive and also affects things like shrinkflation and, um, just basically makes it so, uh, people have to spend more money, you know, and there's also a mentality if there's more money in the system that, uh, you know, it, it is kind of put out there by our economists that, uh, prices are going to go up. So that causes the behavior of people going out and buying stuff. Talk to your average prepper. Um, you know, oh my gosh, they just, you know, infused another trillion dollars of the stimulus check or whatever. The stimulus check's a great example. All, everything's going to go up in price. I better go out and get another 150 pounds of rice. I better go out and get my solar generator right now, that kind of thing. Okay. So, so okay. if I were to simplify, simplify this, because I lost you for a little bit, but I, get, I got your back. Would you say that the base, if we've got to determine the base of inflation, it would be supply and demand? Could the, could, would you consider that the base? I'd say it'd be one of the biggest base. Again, I think it's okay. multiple things, but I'd, I'd say it's a top two or three. All right. So to me, it's money printing. The printing of money has no, it, it has no effect on inflation. The printing okay. of money, and, and this is where... Um, and I'm, I'm going to kind of lead this down a road here and, and you, let you guys you, you, dot by dot here. If I were to print money, just print it. Let's say I had a printer. I was able to print money. I'm now the country of Sageland, right? And I'm printing money. Does that cause inflation? Not on its own. It's the reaction and the emotion and... No, no. Hang on. Just the printing okay, of money. Right. I take the money. I stick it in a box. I stick it underneath my bed. It's there. It's done. It's printed. I, I think it, to a small degree, yes, because you are putting more money into the system. No, no. I'm, I'm, but it's just sitting there. I can okay. print it all I want. It's the distribution of money 
that causes the inflation. Okay. 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 I would would agree with that. Okay. So basically, you can print all the money you want. The government can print billions and billions and billions of dollars. If it's just sitting in the vault, we are not at inflation yet. You agree with that? Yeah. Does that make well, sense? If, I, if my mom and dad write me a $10,000 check, but I put it in my desk and I don't cash it, technically they have infused $10,000, but I have not added that into Correct. my bank. It has sheets. not been added. Okay. So when people, and, and, and well, I know people are like, well, you're splitting hairs. I'm not. I'm, I'm explaining the difference of the hairs. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and what, where, what the, what I see in regards to what the government believes and the future of money and the future of, of where they're trying to go with this, and, and I'm going to get there. So you can print as much money as you want until, you, until it's disputed, um, distributed. It sits there. All right. Once you distribute it someplace, you're starting to cause inflation in certain aspects of life. Agreed. Okay. Uh, doesn't matter if you're giving it to the banks and the banks are for the banks to get more loans, whatever it is, it's been, it's been set up. Mm-hmm. So there is a thought process that just that printing is where the inflation comes from. It's not, it's the actual distribution. Well, let's say you, you, you have kids, right? Yeah. And you give your kids an allowance. Okay. Okay. That's what the kids can spend is their allowance. It doesn't matter if you get a $100,000 raise. If you're only giving your kids $20 a week allowance, they're, they're budgeted for there's no inflation, right? I mean, because there's, it doesn't matter that you got the money. It's to how you distribute that money. Now, if you give them $50 because you got a raise, we got to, it's a different story. Sure. Okay. So there's been a, a, a couple of things in life, and, and I've asked this all the time, right? Are dictatorships bad? Um, generally, yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, can you get a benevolent dictator? Can you get a person that, like, really loves and cares for his country and does everything in their, um, you know, in their, in their benefit? Yeah, that's, that's pop, but it just it doesn't go that way because um, of human nature and, you know, power corrupts and eventually— like, I lived in New York under Bloomberg. Bloomberg, when I first lived there, was fantastic. He did everything. He kind of connect, He did what Giuliani was doing and extended it. By the end, he, like, kind of went crazy. He started talking about salt and sodas. And, yet, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, you can't have a 32-ounce soda. So you go in and you buy three 16-ounces. You know, it's, I don't know. It just, it's like, I think power corrupts. And so, eventually, a, a dictator will go crazy. Are you a dictator in your house or do your kids get to vote? If if if, if, I, if your kids want to hang out, if your kid came to you and said, "You know what, Dad, I want to hang out until midnight and go to this party where you know the parents aren't going to be home, but trust me, he's a good kid, and I'm going to stay out until one a.m." You're going to say yes or no. I I will listen to what they have to say, but ultimately, <laughs> uh, it is my decision. Yeah. Uh, so my wife too. So uh, you know, my wife and I, we we you know, we'll we'll definitely king and queen situation, know, right? Right, king right, right. Exactly. All right. So he says, you know what? There are three kids here and two parents. I'm going to take it to a vote. And the three kids say, "Oh yeah, go ahead, go. You can go out." They outnumber you. Do they win? No. 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 <laughs> okay. So in in certain situations, dictatorship is not a bad thing. In in regard in in we can. Show that right. Dictatorship as a household. Now, the perfect example is Blueberg. Are sodary drinks good? Well, maybe no. my kid shouldn't drink seventeen of them before lunch. Right. Once, once every once in a while, is okay. Right. Yeah. So, if that was your household, he was yeah. controlling. Is was is that a bad thing? No, but it's a bad yeah. thing because hey, uh, you're not my daddy, right? You're not my father. You're not my parent. Right. You're not my you know, responsible adult who's taking care of me. So, but what if government thought they were? Now, hey me out. So now, and I'm, I'm getting back to this. So now you have a dictatorship that they feel may or may, they don't think they, it is bad. Lots of sodary drinks are bad, but the fact that we don't want to be told what I can and can't do is the problem we have with that. Like we know we shouldn't be drinking 17 of them before lunch. Sure. But I can if I want, because that's my right, that's my freedom, that's my stuff. And that's that's something that, you know, happens. 
I knew everything at 16. I learned I knew nothing at 25. You, you, you know what I mean? When I was 16, oh, I knew everything. Once I turned 25, I'm like, man, I was the dumbest 16 year old on the planet. <laughs> right. And, 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 but you know, here, my, my dad basically said, no, you're 16. You're not doing that. You know what I mean? You're, yeah. you're not getting the keys to the car to come home and that's going to happen. Um, but so now we take, we get back to the money situation and this is the aspect I want people to understand. And the reason I also want to talk about this is what's going on with the banks um, in regards to Silicon Valley Bank. I'm going to lead it that way. So what? It, how could you control inflation? How could you control inflation in aspect of, of money distribution? And I feel and I believe that because it's not the printing of money, the money needs to be there, but it's the actual distribution of money. And this is where governments feel they can 100% control inflation through central bank digital currencies, right? Okay. So you can print all the money you want, but if that central bank digital currency tells you you can only buy, your area is short on toilet paper. So we're going to limit you on the amount of toilet paper you can buy to two rolls Till the end of the month. I don't know. I'm making stuff up. Maybe two rolls for the week. No, one I, roll I for the week. Okay. That central bank cur- digital currency can actually, with AI, through the through all the data that's kept with it, can actually control the amount of toilet paper you're buying, which would in turn keep the price of toilet paper down because it would control the inflationary buying of toilet paper to, to a minimum. Okay. Now, what that also does... And this is the reason I'm, I, I explain this is because it, when people are thinking that the government printing, the government overprinting, it's a plan. All right. So let's say now we all know, would you say banks pretty much rule the world? <laughs> I would say the central banks have a, a heck of an influence on everything. I, I wouldn't say outright all the rule of the world, but I'd say they're. Uh, yeah, I mean, exaggerating. As influential as it gets, but go ahead. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but right, it's, right. it's. I know what you mean. So how do banks maintain, how do they make money and maintain that, that control? By having money in the bank, right? Correct. Okay. So if you, and this is the best part, if, if I was going to run and look, and the reason I think about this stuff is I do a couple things. One, I, I sit around, I do a lot of stuff and I think a lot, right? I do the Einstein thought process and go through stuff, but you also have to think of stuff as, how would the evil person do it? How would the manipulative sure. person do no, it? How would to. the bad guy do it? Both sides. I agree. I okay. think that's great. That's, yeah. So if I was going to do the same thing and control and main and think that I was doing what's best for my country, because Kim Jong-un, the, the, the leader of North Korea, probably doesn't think he's a bad guy. He truly believes he's probably doing what's best for his country. Right. Sure. And he's got to be a mean guy sometimes to do stuff to maintain you know, control of his country and, and what's best for everybody else. So he does things that in his thought process, most likely that's what he thinks. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if I was going to do the same thing and I wanted to do that, I would do this process. And, and from what you do in the news that you've been putting out, I need to keep money in the bank. So it doesn't matter if Sage makes $500,000 a year we're going to limit the amount of things that he's going to buy based on AI tracking of, of goods and knowing, you know, what stores are at and, and how this, uh, how much toilet paper in the stores near Sage. Let's just use that as an example, right? Okay. Yeah. I can now keep inflation down. If I, if we have an abundance of computers and we need people to go out and spend on computers, I can push more money towards computers. I can say, Hey, we're allocating you to buy more money, computer money. We're allocating you to do this to that. But what that also, what this, the, the central bank digital currency is, it allows the money to be printed, but not distributed to cause inflation. And it allows the money to stay in the banks so that the banks can use it more. Th- and this is why I brought up the fact that does is inflation created by the printing of money or the distribution of money? And it's the distribution. So if I wanted the, you know, if I was in the banking system or I was in the, you know, this type of system, I'd want to print the money to put in the banks 
and and the banks do their banking things. Let's just say, right. which, you know, trade stocks and all this other stuff that they probably, you know, we all know that we're, I'm not giving them permission to do this, but we know they do it, right? They do it. But they're not allowing the distribution of that money isn't going to cause as much inflation if they were to just give me the money and let me do my thing. So it's a win-win, right? So if I'm a central bank digital currency person, I'm like, well, I can have more more of that money is going to be sitting in my bank because Sage is still going to make $500,000 a year. And I'm using simple numbers. I don't make that. Sage is still making, let's say $100,000 a year, uh, is still making $100,000 a year. But we're, we now, consistency forms business. Like I tell everybody, if you want to build a business, you have to have consistency. Consistency builds businesses, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Banks are built with consistency. If they know, if they think you're going to go in there and take $20,000 out, that's not a good thing. Uh, one, we all know about bank runs. Two, because that's actually what took down the Great Depression. The Great Depression was actually caused by the bank runs rather than the stock market collapsing. It was actually the bank runs that did the most damage, not the, the actual stock market. Not the everybody- was, yes, the, the, but you know, the bank runs happened because the liquidity you know, started to happen and then people freaked out. Right. So, you, you know, yeah, I, I, I think you so, have a case okay. there. So if, I, so if I can basically say, look, you can still make your $100,000, Mr. Sage, but we're going to control the distribution of that money and we're going to use the excuse of climate change. We're going to use the excuse of... Um, bank runs. We're going to use the excuse of protecting you, like a parent protect would protect their child. We, we it's a win-win, and that's where that central bank digital currency controls the distribution of money, which is which causes inflation. Well, how do you do that? You can't fix something that's not broke. Well, you can. Government seems to do it all the time, but you shouldn't, right? Well, we have to have something broken. We have to break something to fix to for them to come in and say we're going to fix this. Here's how we're going to fix it. All right, and, so let me let me let me respond because okay. I, I think you've got a lot of I great points there. Yeah, uh, and and I I agree, and I, I'm going to frame it like this: Communism sounds like a great theory in theory, but when yes. you put it into the human realm of things and human control and the government, whatever. It spirals out of control because human beings desire. I don't want to be at the same job for the rest of my life, living in the same flat, making the same money. I want to have more. I want to drive a nicer car. I want to have a better home. Mm-hmm. I want my kids to go to a really good school, yada, yada, yada. The problem with all this is that when you put all this this control into the government, you're risking moral hazard. And they, because there isn't really anything to backstop it or, or you know, to, to check it, um, they basically can do inefficient stuff and they can do uh, inequal or, uh, you know, things of inequality. That's so basically, um, you know, we, we look and we see all the things that they're spending their money on. If you have endless amount of funds, then you can go out and do a, a research product, uh, you know, research to, uh, uh, thing to check and see uh, the sexuality of mosquitoes in the southern Florida coast. You know, like things like that that just you're like, well, what, what is this all for? That's the problem, I think, is that when you have the ability to create money and do I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. um, but I think it goes both ways. I think there's, there's two sides of the coin where the government is looking at the little person, you know, doing a bank run, doing a, a toilet paper run, you know, the Costco special of 2020, whatever. Um, it also plays on the other side where the government can do too much and they can be too controlling and they can, um, you know, really cause uh, unintended consequences by all this because they are heavy handed in that control and trying to quote unquote, keep the people safe. Yes. hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now again, I'm not ingredients of this. I'm just, Oh, saying, I know. Okay. Yeah. No, no, this is, that's, I, I think let's make that point right here. People need to know that we're not saying this stuff. Uh, you know, we, we believe what we believe and all that, but we're having a conversation to show both sides of the coin so you can contemplate this and come to your own decisions. I don't think one thing I love about Sage is Sage is not here. Sage is a smart guy. He's, you know, I know him now from the background and everything, you know, you're not going to agree with everything he says, but he, he has a cogent way of doing it. And he believes what he believes because he's got evidence to back it. Now, whether you agree with that or not, 
whatever. I try to come off the same way. And I think it's important for people to know we're not trying to so much influence people. We're trying to show people that we can have academic conversations like this, be respectful, be in disagreement in moments, but also have a larger kind of idea of what's going on in our world so we can like, you know, understand it and move forward. So thank you. So, all right. So now we kind of, like I said, now we both have like, obviously the government, when you give too much power, you know, power corrupts, right? So when you give too much power, People basically say, it, they, we do what I call knee-jerk reactions. We do this in business all the time. This yep. goes bad. Next thing you know, there's a knee-jerk reaction because we can't ever, ever let that happen again. And we do overkill because we were either embarrassed that it caught us off guard or it did enough damage that we have to show too much overkill protection so that customers either say, okay, oh, you did you did more than you, sh- you know, way more, right? Right. Sure. Um and that happens a lot of times, like in, in my industry, I've been doing this long enough that, you know, I do overprotective stuff and moving some of my goods to make sure because some of the stuff that I'm moving is monstrous and we, it, it's a lot more detailed. Correct. So in regards to the banking system, the worst, one of the worst things we can do is bank runs, is to pull all of our money out quickly or whatever it is um, and yank that out. It's, it's. It, it, the banks are not the government's not going to let banking fail uh, on, in, like it or not. They're going to consolidate banks before they would let them fail, because by letting banks fail means people starve, people starve. They go to the streets and we have chaos. And that's the sure. last thing. OK, so now you take a bank like um, Silicon Valley Bank. Right. And the situation yep. that we had with that bank. So. Understand a couple things. One of the things for digital currency or digital um, central bank currency is like I've talked about before is the fact that you can print money and control the distribution of money. You can control it to stop to basically control inflation. Okay. And I, I think that's a case they make for the CBDCs, which, you know, like I said, like ultimately when you look at the, the concept of the CBDC, it's fantastic. The problem is, is that is that moral hazard of the government going to outweigh the, you know, the, the proper techniques and what they're trying to accomplish. But go correct. Ahead. So this is what I want people to look for. Look for them to come up with reasons as I throw stuff on the floor to basically say we wouldn't have this inflation if we had this. We wouldn't have these bank runs if we did this. We're, there's going to be people because I see it all the time. I see other YouTubers. I see you know people that I used to interact with on YouTube saying that you know get your money out of the bank, do this, do that, do that. What there's going to be things that they're going to try to say. Well, that wouldn't have happened if we had this, so we're going to have to do this now because of the people that did the bank runs. They they need to blame somebody, and it can't be them. Right. So they're going okay, to so blame. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask because yeah. I, I see where you're going with this. And I, I just want to ask, because this is, you know, again, human nature. If you knew that mm-hmm. you had money in the bank mm-hmm. and your bank was about to go down mm-hmm. and you caught wind of this, would you not move your money and try to protect it? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. I'm not saying not and to. I, and, and what I, I'm saying and, is you know, move your money where? Is the thing. Well, that's the thing. You can you can go out and buy, you know, go to, you know, SD Bullion and buy a crap load of gold bars. You can switch it into another bank. You can put it into a CD. You can put, you know, there's, you know, that's what people think. They thought that, you know, bank runs in the 21st century are people going and standing in line outside an ATM. That's not it at all. It's people going and taking their accounts and draining them for Bitcoin, you know, and stuff like that. So it is a different thing, but it, it is real. And there is a bank run going on right now now i have taken a little bit i've got money enough to cover two months of everything out but i haven't taken everything out because i know that if it came down to it i could move things swiftly and and be but i i'm not seeing things quite yet that are saying the whole system is going to collapse and i think certain banks are and i think people should be nimble with their money but at the same time there is something to be said where, uh, you know, like you said, the Great Depression, absolutely, it was the people freaking out and taking their money out that that did really, you know, put the final cut and uh, and you know, make it so the whole thing collapsed. 
Correct. And and this is where a bank run of pulling all your money up and sticking it underneath the mattress might not be the best decision. Because of that, and the reason, like I said, again, the reason for that is, remember, all banks collapsing, the world dies. If United States banks collapse, the world collapses, okay? The, the, where we are right now, there we give, there's a lot of things that happen with trade, with natural gas, with goods, like, like I talked about before. It's more than just the United States banking system collapsing. And I don't think a lot of people understand what they, a collapse is not going to be you go to the bank and all the banks are closed. Listen, if anybody wants to watch something, um, it's called Mr. Robot. It's on USA. You got to be able to weed through some of the stuff. It's from 2015 to 2019. You got to be able to weed through some of the wokeness. There's a little bit of wokeness in there. But I want you to, yeah, legitimately, (laughs) USA. Look up something called a show called Mr. Robot. It's about about like a, a hacked system that they take down the banking system and the the goal in the end was to basically bring in what they are calling uh, e-coin, which is like a Bitcoin, but it's like a central bank digital currency, right? So the hack, where these people thought they were all a part of this thing, and they thought that they were doing this to help people, it ended up hurting everybody in 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 the end. I'm watching it now. It's called Mister Robot. It, uh, okay. okay, that sounds interesting. Yeah, you you definitely want to watch it. You're definitely going to see a lot of things that 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 you know are. are the thought process of the big uh, conglomerates and I can't think of the word right now, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, Mr. Yeah. Robot. It's got uh, Charlie, not Charlie, Jeans, Christian Slater in it. Uh, oh, okay. And, and like I said, we threw a little bit of that stuff and just kind of filter that out, but listen, watch. I'm good at that. I'm, my wife's like, how do you do this sometimes? I'm like, cause I can just filter through the noise <laughs> and well, see I, what they're going. My wife has like broken me down. She watches stuff. She's, you know, your typical millennial. She loves the love stories and all that. But it's all like, you know, the, the underlying like wokeness is there. Yeah. So I've kind of created and I'll point it out. Filter and I can it. tell when I've like pointed out too much and she's like, bro, you know, like, a little bit. There's not a I ton, guess. but there's enough right. that it's but it's definitely worth the show to watch. Mr. Robot. Um okay. it was on USA. We're watching it on Amazon Prime. Okay, whatever. cool. That's okay. what we watch too. So that's a show that you want to kind of check out. So now you have a bank, Silicon, and the reason I'm going to talk about this is, we, is the last thing you want is bank runs because we talked about in our last show in regards to what the start of t- and some type of conflict would look like, um, and in regards sure. to WW3 and things like that. And Silicon Valley Bank is one of those signs, and 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 the reason I'm it, all these other bank type situations is is collapsing and the government stepping in so much is just so everybody knows. Silicon Valley Bank is one of the uh, a handful of banks that actually has uh, ties with foreign money as much as U.S. money is also. Um, in 2014, Silicon Bank was also basically split with a Chinese bank that is in Shanghai. So you have Silicon Valley Bank and then you have Silicon Valley Bank in Shanghai, China. It is a bank that is used for tech startups. It's a bank that China can get investment from U.S. and U.S. can give China investment type when it comes to technology and when it comes to uh, creating uh, AI chips, processor, you know, all this type of technology type stuff. This was one of those banks. And it was one of the very that had these connections. So it's funny for me to see that the bank that basically was one that collapsed that was made a big deal was a bank that had so close ties to technology, software, AI, and China in regards to this situation. Absolutely correct. Okay. Now, I reached out to a couple, I work with some think tanks, uh, and they reached out to me, and we we did some talking and some stuff like that. One of the things that this bank basically also maintained was investment of on both sides of the streets. That was a big deal. Like obviously everybody's like, well, BlackRock was doing this. BlackRock was doing this. And the fact that I want you to think about this in regards to this, we are at a new cold war with China. We are in an arms race with China. And have been for years. It's not like this just happened because of February, 2022, this literally think about the islands they've been building out in the South China sea. And this is not, Anything they they've been pr- been getting ready for this basically since uh, the Obama presidency in my mind. Yes, and but the arms race isn't weapons; it's technology. No. 
Oh, absolutely. It's it's, it's, it's unrestricted warfare, fifth gen, hybrid war, whatever you want to call it. Correct. Yes, and, and so it's it's the Cold War isn't nukes. It's computer chips. It's AI. It's machine learning. It's the future. It's where uh, money's going to be going is, is obviously digital. Goods are digital. Everything's being digital. This bank here was a main source of funding these both here and in China. This was almost a you think if the pipeline was something, the Nord Stream pipeline was something you're like, wow, we did a big damage to Russia. If we did that. This was a Nord Stream pipeline hit to China. It was a financial blast. Now, what I want people to understand and the reason I talk about, you know, uh, where inflation is kind of going and, and stuff like that is this was something that they did not let somebody wanted to buy this bank. And they're like, nope. The government, the FDIC, came in, rushed in, and took it over. And they took that over to basically now tell China where, where they, they basically smacked China right in the jaw in regards to it, it hurt China, it hurt investors in China. Um, over in China, they were worried about their money and all this other stuff. So rather than just let another uh, private company come in and buy it and take it over, the government basically came in and said, no, we're going to. We're going to issue loans. We're going to take it over. We're going to be in charge, and we're going to do an investigation. This is the start because I do believe that you're going to see not other banks collapse because of bank failures like everybody is saying. is because you're going to see less investment from China. You're going to, they're going to start to pull money out because they're starting to see that we're serious. We are definitely setting up for conflict with China. And we are hitting them right now in the face. I mean, okay. so the grand overarching, you're, you're, what you're saying is, is that the SVB thing was basically uh, a, a quasi self-inflicted wound to have a ripple effect to start to go through and and slam the investment areas, specifically and initially of AI tech, you know, all that kind of stuff, and then from there it could even grow further into. Uh, you know, like things like Evergrande and stuff like that. Is that, yeah. is that kind of, okay. Yeah, much. And, and, and this is where, and the reason too, is I've also seen in the self-driving truck field, um, people that did uh, true North or you, I can't remember the name of the self-driving truck thing. There's about six of them. I was reading on my other, all confused. I think it was true something T U, whatever it is, the self-driving truck. Um, the CEO basically over there started to want to did a little bit of dealing inside and said, Hey, why don't we form our own company? Why don't we do this? And they, they gave him his papers. They, they did their corporate, you know, um, takeover and said, you're out. And they tossed him out. So you're now starting to see, um, people like that who, you know, of, uh, who worked for China and stuff like that because they were a big Chinese-owned business also, start to make steps to go their own way and break off. You're starting to see the technology aspect of this conflict pan out. Is, is, is that me? So, And this is why yeah. I said bank runs will not help. Like If, if you want to shuffle your money into a bank that you feel is more comfortable with, if you want to shuffle it into multiple accounts, if you want to have that cash... But what I don't want is everybody thinking, okay, the whole world's crumb. You know, the banks are all going down. Put because, all the, a coffee canister out back. <laughs> yeah, right. And and it's not. And do I have the whole percent, hundred faith in the government? I don't. But I do see some of the things that are that they're doing. They're not going to tell us, hey, we're at war with China, and we're trying to hit them any way we can without launching rockets. Sure. Um, because that's going to cause us chaos. Chaos is the destruction of a country. Chaos is, is, is that is the last thing they want here is any type of chaos in any way. And war would do that for sure. War would do that. And and this but, is what, war. especially if we say China, it's not like, a, hey, we're at war with Iraq. Who cares? We're at war with China. Yeah. Uh-oh. No, China's a different beast. Right. So a lot of the stuff that's happening, you're almost going to want to see, okay, what does the government do to, to, and why did they do this and what was this? So – are they diving in, you know, and you're, you're going to start to see bigger banks absorb this because obviously a big bank, um, the government's going to probably go. Perfect example. C.H. Robinson is one of the, the largest freight brokerage out there. Okay. If you're the government, you're going to go to C.H. Robinson and you're going to say, this is what we need you to do because technically we're at war and we can't let the people know this. So we need you to do blah, blah, blah. 
right? So they're going to go to these bigger banks. They're going to go to these black rocks and they're going to say, hey, you know, we need you to do this. We need you to pull money here. We need you to do this. We need you to do that. It's for the best. It's for the, the best interest of the country. It's for national security of the country. And I just, I just want everybody to kind of stop and think, okay, it's not just to wipe us out because they hate us. It's not just to basically, you know, hurt us because they just want to do nothing but control us. There's a reason some things are happening. Are they making the right decisions? I don't know because I don't know everything that's happening. Do they make wrong decisions? Yes. Parents sometimes make wrong decisions, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. But well, here's my question to you because it's, I mean, this is a, a I think, a, a very interesting theory. Mm-hmm. And I think there's some validity to it because, you know, as the history teacher in me comes out and you look back, there was all kinds of talk between the government and corporate interests in World War II specifically about things that they needed to do to help aid the war effort. Correct. Um, so, and you, then you said, you know, are they making the right decisions or not? Um, you know, I don't know. And I think that's a good question. Um, do you think there is the unintended consequence potentially of this, of it, it causing um, a lot of financial destruction in the in our country and really not having the effect that they would want per se for China? Yeah, I mean it's a possibility. Like, I mean, the first thing, look at me, look at me on my YouTube channel. I basically just said whoop, whoop, and completely switched it, and there was some damage there, right? But it was a decision. Oh, yeah. Did I make the right decision? I don't know yet. But I had to make a decision. I had Correct. to make a decision. Well, you know, uh, you know, like, like you know, people wonder why you know what's going on, and um, you know, if you ask Russian, I'm not saying this is is mm-hmm. my thought or anything. I'm just saying what their mentality is is that they are in an existential crisis, and they have to do what they're doing to maintain and, and make sure that Russia survives. Sure. Now that that's basically what you're you're saying. You had to do. You had an existential crisis. Either kill the channel. Or it was do something mm-hmm. very potentially volatile, but to keep it going and to you know cause a shock to the system to move things in the right way. Yeah. Okay. And and I just again, like I said, so are are there some stupid things that happen? Yes. Um, I just hear a lot when I, a lot of times people come to me and say, you know, look, this has been a plan. Is it a plan to basically eventually? Um, make it where money's controlled and we're on some type of allowance like a child. Yeah. Because that would help in their mind. It is the best. It It's the, even though it's not our, we don't want it to happen. It's the best way to control inflation because inflation isn't controlled by the printing of money. If the right people are in charge of the money, if you give me the money, I'm going to do the right thing for my family. If you give my 15 year old boy, a hundred thousand dollars, we're all in trouble. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, literally, his room is going to be basically nothing but big screen TVs and, and Xboxes and stuff like that. If you give the parents, so it's not, it's the distribution of money, not the print. You can give reliable and, you know, intelligent people money and they can maintain and do the right thing with it. It's the distribution of money. So, in their mind, if the banks, who are the smarter people, I'm not saying they are, I'm saying they, assu- they you know, they, they feel assume, it, they right. assume it, they're in charge of the money. You can print as much money as you want. They're going to do the right thing with it and they're going to make money with it and we'll be in better shape. But if you, you, you want to print it to allow that to happen, but you can't just print it because if there's nobody to maintain that or control that or oversee that, hence central bank digital currency, we all have big screen TVs and 17 Xboxes and, and you know, 15-year-old ideas. So it, it, that is kind of that aspect that when people are looking at this, what I, I just don't want everyone to say, okay, I'm, I'm the whole, they're all against us. It's all negative. It's all this. It's all that. There's a lot of other things going on in a bigger picture of things in that bigger view. Like there is so much money going into AI. I can't even explain it. Like literally throwing money at AI things right now because we're behind the eight ball and we're chasing China, right? China will, they don't have the restrictions we have. They will steal our stuff, break it down, reverse engineering and start doing stuff with it. Right. It might not be as yeah. good as us, our, our original idea, but they stole it and they don't have restrictions or in copyright laws and patent laws. I mean, they do, but they don't follow them. Right. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? So we are we are trying to play catch up 
And I think that right now, the, some of the decisions that are being made might look like a horrible, terrible system, but you almost have to say, okay, what banks are going under? Who does that bank actually affect? And who does it not affect? Now, if you got a call or we all got a call that, you know, your local bank or Bank of America was collapsing, different story. But did anybody even know who Silicon Valley Bank was before this? Not really. Um, and if I may, I'm, you know, I, I was going to do my, my report last night and I got super tired. So I just went to bed. I'm going to do it here afterwards. Um, but there's whispers that, um, and this is whispers. It doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. It could be, you know, people just talking on telegram, but that Wells Fargo is in trouble. And so, um, I don't know the validity of that. I know that uh, a couple weeks ago there was when all the SVB thing was going down, they were having problems getting people's money into their direct deposit. That was out there in the largest ecosphere of journalism with places like Bloomberg and, and Politico, uh, you know, talking about it. But, um, you know, you know my feelings. I think, mm -hmm. you know, Mama Gov wants to, wants to make sure that everybody's happy, safe, and warm. But the problem is, is that there's unintended consequences. And, you know, if, if Prepper now says something that is antithetical to, um, what they're doing, then, you know, Prepper Now's kids can't go to that great school that they go to. They got to go to public school and Prepper Now can't go down to, to Florida to see his friends get married because they can't, you know, take the air, you know, the flight and all that. So that's, you know, that's just, I get what you're saying. I, and I think, you know, as a person that teaches it, we, if you were to ask all the people in World War II, did the ultimate effort of all of them doing all the things like rationing and all that aid, to the war effort and to help us, you know, quote unquote, win. Um, yeah, I, I think that they would say that. But at the same time, you know, now I think the problem is, is that it's it's going to. I don't know. I, I, I love your theory. I, I, not that I like I, I personally enjoy it and think it's a good one. No, I, no, love, I, love, I, I love the theory that uh, this thing is being used as a uh, SVB is being used as a financial weapon uh, against Asia. And I think. I mean, you, it's because yeah, I sent you out. a bunch of, of information um, through text. I've sent you a bunch of, you know, stuff out, yeah, out yeah. there also. And like I said, what, so what I'd like for any, if anybody wants to do that, type in Silicon Valley Bank, China, and see what pops up, right? And see how that corresponds with each other um, and take a look. Now, am I, am I saying this? It's like, well, what, who cares? Well, it doesn't matter the outcome. The reason I, I bring topics like this up is, one, to make us all think, to make us all possibly sure. see. Well, that's, the, that's the key. Right. And, and what, rather than just be having the, I don't want for us to be able to say, okay, government's good or government's bad. You almost have to say, okay, is this a possibility? Let me eliminate this as a possibility, right? Let me think about, is everything government does is bad? Look, I've said this before, and we have to be careful of this. If you want to take down a country, you take down the following things. Uh, it's health system. We've, we've done that. You have to basically yep. think that our health oh. system's crap. Medical field, uh, the school system. You have to say the school system's crap. Oh. Guess my what? Wife and I, my wife and I can back up your, your first two. Uh, yeah, um, you say that. You, you, directly. You, you lose trust in the medical field. You lose trust in the healthcare system. Oh. Law enforcement. You lose trust in law enforcement. Guess Guess what? You're 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 screwed. We can all say that we've there. There was a push to lose that. Uh, you lose trust in the money system, and you lose trust in the government. If you take down those five things, if you basically lose trust in those five things, a country cannot stand. A country cannot stand. Uh, I agree. And once we start to say, okay, are they making this? If we are the people in charge making the right decisions? I don't know. But is the system broke? I don't feel the system's broke. I feel that there's people in the wrong positions. I don't want a whole new system. I don't want a new constitution. I don't want a new... I don't want that. Um, and, and this is where we have to take a look and say, okay, is there other things going on? And are the people making the wrong decisions? Or is the system broke? And... I, I want to constantly lean that the, there's people in power making the wrong decisions, not that the system's broke. No, I, I agree with that because as you said that, I was thinking back, like if you were to ask a lot of people, you know, how are things going in 2017 and 2018, 
they were probably like, oh, everything was great. I love the system. You know, me specifically, I had a house that I was not able to sell for five years and I had to be an inadvertent landlord. Mm. And Trump came in and did things. And sure enough, in his first year presidency, I was able to sling that sucker. And, you know, I took a little bit of a loss, but it would have been much worse had I done it under the previous administration. So at that time, I was like, man, I love Trump. This is great. System's awesome. Government's working for me. I love it. Everything's good. And then, of course, you fast forward to today. And I mean, you ask me how things are going with the government. I'd be like, they're they're terrible. You know, they're they're making they're doing everything wrong. You know, would you say that the system is broke or would you say that? the? No, I I think your point is valid. I I don't think so much. The system is broke. I think we have a lot of dumb ASSs in there doing a lot of dumb things. And right. it's, you know, I teach, I, my first years in teaching were government. I am a full believer in the Constitution. I own a Constitution. It is on my wall. I reference it. I think the American system is fantastic when it's done the way it's supposed to be done. As we were stating before, mm-hmm. it's a state's rights-led system, and it should be. If you don't like what California's doing, you move to Idaho, you move to Arkansas, wherever, if you can, you have that mobility. Right. And the American system, I think, is phenomenal. The problem is, is that people are now in there, they're doing everything they can to basically undermine it, really. That's when you ask me what's going on, I think it's willful because they yeah. do want to destroy the system because, you know, they don't like that, that f- old fashioned constitutional, you know, thing that made us a great country. Right. And, and I think, and, and we'll end this one here too, because I, I don't want to you know, hold you guys up forever. I think one of the biggest take take things you take from our show, you take from this show, is that there are there could be alternative things going on. There could be alternative ideas. There could don't get yourself into an echo chamber. No, get yourself no, out no. of the echo chamber, even if you don't believe me and you don't agree with me. I'm cool with that. I just want you to say, well, okay, I see his point here, but he's he's. I, I don't believe any of this else. I'm mean, cool. That's fine. At least yeah. I broke the echo chamber of you, that one point you, you, you agreed with. And that, where can that take you from there? Right. It, it, it sparks um, continuous thought and things like that. The other thing is, is we're getting to a point, And I hear this all the time on the internet is people are getting to the point that either they think the system's broken. They're like, I don't care anymore. But once you hear somebody say, I don't care anymore, we've lost. And, and that's where we need to stop because there are a lot of people that are going to either say, I don't care about the system anymore. I don't care about uh, the V to the O to the T to the E type situation. I don't care about, you know, anything that happens uh, down the road on pick your politician day. I just don't care. You don't have to sway. And this is what I, uh, and this is why I bring up things like that. We need to listen. People on the right are going to vote right. People on the left are going to vote left. You don't have to sway that many to sway. Does that make sense? Like, it's 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 a small, and that's what people don't understand. It's a small number. Five to ten million people. Yeah. So if you can just get that many people not to care anymore, you it it's 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 even easier. And that's the goal, in my opinion, is once you we all stop caring, they can do what they want. And, and, and we and don't want that. That's, we don't want that. You no. don't want that. And just think, like I said, so is there a possibility there's other things going on? There is. So be on the lookout for that possibility that it's could be other things, you know, bigger than what you're looking at. Two, understand that in, in inflation is caused by the distribution of money. It's the distribution of money, right? Not the printing of it, the distribution of it. I don't care what anybody says, how it's being spent. And dictatorships aren't always bad, right? As that, it, so right off there, it says, "Okay, well, I see his point because obviously your parents run a dictatorship. You guys don't." Run dictatorships are good. Government dictatorships are bad. Correct, I'm- but they don't see that that way, in my opinion. They, no, no, they, see they themselves think as they're parents. their parents, and yep, that's I, I that's so to them. It, they're they're doing what's best for us. Stop it, and and the only way we fix that. Is to go on, go to your small board, school board meetings, to go to your small town meetings, to go to your small saying, "Hey, I don't need you to be my parent," and start yeah. telling them that you have to go to a public. Like I just did. Look, you have to go to a small town meeting and say, "Excuse me, I don't need you to be my parent." 
I don't need you to. We almost have to stop because once you start saying, well, I'm not your parent. Okay, well, then, then stop. I don't need you to be my parent. I need you to lead the town. I need you to lead the city. I need you to lead this. We need to start going to school boards and saying, I need you. Look, I need to be the parent. You need to be the teacher. If you need to be more, me to be more of a parent, you let me know. I'll handle that child. But you, and, and I know you're a teacher, but wouldn't it be nice if you just had to teach and not be a parent? If you could go to me as a parent and say, hey, your kid's acting out. Can you handle this? And I'm like, I oh. I mean, that's why the entire you know system of education has gone down is because the families broke down. The families aren't doing what they're supposed to do. The behaviors bleed into the classroom. And then I go from teaching people about World War II to having to take the uh, three buttheads in the back outside and tell them how bad it was for them to say the nasty crap to the girl, you know, two dusts over. Correct. That's, that's, and, th- and then I'm not teaching anymore. You know, that's why I'm, I'm not, you know, is it for education, I'll wrap up on this. Uh, I'm not a big proponent of, you know, separating these kids out of the classroom. I mean, you have to do that. But if the kids are doing basic stuff, you, you, you basically tell them what they're doing wrong and you try to keep them in the educational environment as possible and Correct. keep the education going. They need education. Correct. You know? And so. that's, that's where, like I said, so if par- if teachers were telling parents they need to be more like parents and parents were telling teachers, hey, do you, I just need you to teach. I'll be the parent. We'd have a better situation. Oh man, it'd be it'd be night and day, it'd be <laughs> right? And, and the yeah. same thing when you go to your town meetings, when you go to this stuff, saying, "Look, I don't need you to be my parent. I don't. I, I appreciate it, but I don't need you to be my parent. I need you. To, we need to run the town. So, how can we do this without you taking par- parental control of the situation and more of a leadership role? And and I think that's kind of the way we need to start approaching things and looking at things and bigger picture stuff. And that's I what I wanted to end on. Uh, All politics are local. I think I absolutely agree with everything you're saying. And that's where we need to start pushing because we're not going to get anyplace else. It, like you shouldn't have a meeting with the press. You should be talking to your local council people. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're not going to affect anything on a on a you know down in D.C. But you will down for your local aldermen and mayors and whatever. Yeah, absolutely. But and I appreciate, like I said, um, check out my my channel there because I do have the podcast. This will be converted also to podcast formats and, and on Spotify and stuff. And yeah, then, send me all the links and all, even things that you want as reading material. Uh, I can put in for mine. And you can yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then I can put it at the top. So if people want to go further and on their own, which a lot of them will, uh, they can click on it and go from there. And then uh, just so you guys know, because we I, we seem to go real quick for a uh, homework assignment for probably next week. Um, I think we need to talk about what's called limits of growth and the world three model. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm into that because you've been you've been saying that you're obviously passionate about it. I um, am. I, and I think I've got time this weekend to start to peruse. It's, it's world three model. And it's basically okay. it's it's called the, the book is called The Limits of Growth. And it's Which basically yeah, it's based on how does a, a planet survive? It needs five basic things, right? It's uh, pollution, food production, industrialization, pollution, and consumption of renewable resources, right? Right. And when you run this, how do you maintain all of these things on an equal level to be able to maintain population? Well, the formula failed every single time unless you control (laughs) money and population. And once you guys see this, once you guys understand this – Everybody will see now. I understand what they're, they're talking about with the. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to, the CC operation that they do, you know, like weathering type changes. Okay. You'll understand where they're going with this, and we're gonna. And, and you don't need to harp on anything. So yes, yes. <laughs> Once you see that, you're gonna be like, okay, at least now I know why they're thinking this way, and I okay. can prepare for this. And, and now they're not pulling the, you know, it's not like you're like, you guys are idiots. I can't believe you believe this. Well, here's why they think this way, right or wrong. At least you'll be okay. on front of them rather than just dealing with it. And you can say, and well, hang on, case. hang on, guys. Before we talk about this, you can start to say, do you know about this? Do you know about this? Do you know about this? And you'll find a lot of people on the local level have no idea. But you're like, well, you know where that comes from, right? Well, no. Well, let me show you. And now, you, when, listen. You show up with knowledge on anything, you win. Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> you win. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no. If you if you can back up your thing with with evidence and present it in a cogent way, right? Um, then you, yeah, you 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 will. You might not. I mean, yeah, you you you're gonna win that argument. So I'm gonna go ahead and end this one here. Um, real, I'll let you get the last word, but real quick, uh, reporting from the. Uh, 
deep within the YouTube witness witness protection block um, of the shadow ban. This is Sage, and go ahead and end it out there, Prepper Now. Um, yeah, I guess this uh, this podcast, folks, just get used to it. We're going to be doing it uh, at least on a Friday, Saturday kind of time frame. We'll release it on, uh, I think, Saturdays are best. Um, but we'll, we're going to work out the bugs and the kinks and everything, and we're going to turn this into something that is not an echo chamber that will make you think and will be uh, respectful and present ideas and things and information that you might not be exposed to. And it's just all we ask for, and I think Sage would agree, is just to have an open mind Absolutely. and, uh, you know, talk about it in the comments and, you know, and try to share it out and get people to come on board. We're going to put this on a, on podcast. He's going to do the production end of things, and I'm going to use my channel to try to promote it. And I hope it becomes something because I got to tell you, I love talking to you. And uh, even though we don't agree on everything, I think it's important for us to have the conversation. Absolutely. So thank you so much. As always, guys, just keep thinking. Down, get you someone